0: Hello, plant and fungi fans out there. It's Sid Harvey Griffith from Permatores, a nonprofit that brings people together to exchange skills and knowledge through permaculture action and natural building focus events that support biodiversity, personal growth, and the resilience of local communities. Today, I am at Maine Fungi Fest 2023, a gathering to celebrate all things fungi, plant based healing, and evolving consciousness. I have the great pleasure of interviewing some of the event's awesome speakers, educators, vendors, and participants. So let's kick it off. I'll turn it over to you, our guest, to introduce yourself, and then we'll begin our interview.
1: Hi, my name is Christina Ellery. I am the founder and head minister of Sacred Earth Sanctuary, which is a church for natural plant entheogens with our primary sacraments being the psilocybin mushroom and combo.
0: Awesome, Christina, it's great to have you on. Can you tell me what
1: inspired you to attend Maine Fungi Fest? I did Maine Fungi Fest last year. So I decided to come back. I had a really good time last year. And you know, with the work that we do working with mushrooms, it's the perfect place to to come and talk about what we do.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, I bet. So can you tell me a bit about how you found yourself doing this kind of work?
1: I used to work in Los Angeles in film and entertainment and I was living living kind of a dark life out there. Certainly not the, the woman sitting before you today. And at one point I had been called to work on a travel show in Peru. And part of what we were filming was an ayahuasca ceremony. And I wasn't planning on sitting with ayahuasca, but I, I ended up sitting with ayahuasca out of, out of respect for the shaman who had prepared this sacred medicine. And I saw all of my darkness. And then I also saw for the first time in my life that I had light inside of me. So when I got back to Los Angeles, um, I just couldn't do what I had been doing anymore. Um, it, it, it's, you know, these, these sacred medicines can really change your life. And Coming out of that ceremony, I could hear the jungle breathing. It was like waking up with a brand new set of eyes. So I got out of Los Angeles and I moved back to the East Coast with my mom, which was very humbling. (laughs) Um, And then I had enrolled in school for herbalism. I I didn't really know what I was gonna do. I just knew that somehow I wanted to help people and I wanted to work with plants. So I'm in school for herbalism and this is where my, my journey gets a little bit hard. Um, my little brother had reached out to me. He was having some difficulty with his marriage and needed a place to crash. So I took him under my wing as, as big sisters do. And then we got into a really bad fight after living together for about three months. And I kicked him out. I, I was so angry that I blocked his phone number. And two weeks later, he passed away. And um, what that does to a person is, I mean, it just completely breaks you. It really does. And I sort of started to spiral quite a bit. I wasn't doing very good. I wasn't dealing with any of my grief. And I had a friend in Arizona recognize that I wasn't doing well. And she's like, you know, why don't you come out to Arizona and let's just see if we can get you sorted out. See if we can get to the bottom of it and release some of this stuff. So I did. I went to Arizona and I sat with, you know, the sacred mushroom for the first time as an adult uh, with intention. And it's, it's not like that ceremony completely healed me, but that ceremony allowed me to open up some layers of my grief and also brought me back to life. And when I got back from Arizona, I said, you know, this This is the answer to to sorrow and suffering. and I need to learn more about this. So I went on many, many, many journeys to learn as much as I could to um, connect with the mushroom and then connect with spirit. And through doing that, it's like you're peeling back all of these layers of yourself and you're getting to this this source energy, which for us at Sacred Earth, you know we call it the Great Spirit, that energy that's running through everything, that that Godlike energy. And um, through that experience, it led me to open up Sacred Earth Sanctuary so that I could help people in the same way.
0: Wow. Thank you so much for that share. What an incredible story. With that in mind, what did you bring to Maine Fungi Fest?
1: First workshop, um, Awakening Through the Ceremonial Use of Psilocybin, and that was focused around my own awakening, just even bits of the story that I just shared about the, you know, this, this powerful, these powerful plant entheogens and how they transform your life and how you can heal and how you, you awaken to these deeper parts of yourself. You awaken to a higher self, you know, there's many layers to this human existence and When you're diving into these natural plant entheogens and in particular mushrooms for me, you're, you're peeling back sort of one layer at a time. You're getting to that source, you're getting to the bottom of yourself and you start to awaken. And so I was really discussing those different layers of awakening because we hear, we hear that term being thrown around a lot these days, you know, like being woke or like spiritual awakening, political awakening, the age of Aquarius is upon us awakening you know, all of that stuff. And there are many layers. And I, and I have to say that humanity is on the brink of some sort of awakening right now. And it's pretty undeniable when you, when you look at it, you you can see that something's happening. So I was touching on all of that in that workshop. And then the second workshop that I did was called, this is no joke. And that was geared around the reality of working with mushrooms, with working with psilocybin and holding space what that really looks like because doing this kind of work is pretty heavy Um, especially when you have individuals you know some of our members have deep traumas you know and diving into these experiences those traumas are getting activated so that they can be released or you know forgiveness can be given Um, sometimes people need to cry it out and when you're holding that kind of space it can be a lot for people so really tapping into the reality of that, trying to give people, you know, tips if they're if they're wanting to get involved in this work, um, if they're wanting to open a church, or even if they're wanting to sit in a ceremony, the different things that can happen.
0: Yeah. So speaking of which, what advice would you give to someone who is interested in leading these kinds of ceremonies? The biggest tip I'm going to
1: give is <laughs> don't do it in your home. <laughs> I... I learned that the hard way. Um, so we've been we've been at it for two years now and the first year and a half I had transformed my home into the sanctuary which was which was beautiful um, but there's a lot of energy flying around. So you know your home ends up being it's not just your energy anymore your food is not just your food your things are not just your things. Um, So definitely making sure that you have a sacred designated space that is strictly for ceremony so that at the end of the day, you can go home and sort of cleanse yourself and wash that off. Um, And in terms of opening up a church, we are a registered 508C1A nonprofit organization. So, you know, we are legally registered. We have a statement of beliefs and those statement of beliefs are true to form with what we believe. Um, And you've got to make sure that you have a really strong team who have the same beliefs, and you have to have people that are very experienced. Something that I'm seeing right now is as this work is expanding outward, there are not enough people to accommodate. There's not enough people to sit in ceremony that have the experience. So it's we're in a little bit of a, a pickle, like society's trying to expand, but we're almost not ready. So certainly getting yourself some education before starting something like this would be really important. And making sure that you have patience and empathy, because again, like this work is challenging and it's heavy and it can be really draining if you don't take care of yourself first.
0: Oh yeah, totally. That makes a lot of sense. So on the flip side, what advice would you give to someone who is interested in trying this kind of medicine for the first time?
1: You do want to prepare yourself. And something I hear a lot with our members is they do all of this research. So they're, they're doing all of this reading and looking into what other people's experiences are like. And I find that that's, that's causing for individuals to have these really high expectations You know, they think they're going to go in and see all of these light shows and it's going to be rainbows and unicorns and this blissful time. Um, But it's not always like that. So when when people come to Sacred Earth Sanctuary, we do have like a, you know, this sort of two weeks where you are preparing yourself to sit in a ceremony. And some of the things that are really important is, well, one, you want to set some intentions and you want to start asking yourself questions, you know, like what are, you know, how are my relationships to others? What do I need to work on within myself? What are my traumas? Do I have anything physical going on with my body? You want to start asking questions. You want to start journaling. You want to eat healthy for at least two weeks. And that means like a really clean diet, eliminating alcohol, cigarettes, anything, you know, anything like chemicals. Anything that would cloud your experience, you want to eliminate that. And I do always recommend a plant-based diet going into these ceremonies because you're getting this like beautiful, clean energy going in instead of, you know, some of the heaviness that we can get from eating meat or, you know, greasy, sugary foods. Um, Yeah, I mean, those those are the basics for preparing yourself. But also it's kind of like prepare yourself to be unprepared because there's no way of really knowing where you're going to go in these experiences. These sacred medicines they're they're going to come in and they're going to give you what you need. They're not necessarily going to give you what you want. So it's like taking those expectations down and surrendering to the experience whatever it is.
0: Yes, surrender. <laughs> I feel that completely. Just got to let the medicine do what it does, right? So what did you take away from your experience at Maine Fungi Fest?
1: I mean, the Fungi Fest was full of beautiful, open-minded individuals, um, people connecting and wanting to like expand all of this beautiful knowledge and honor the mushroom, you know, and there's just so many as, as in terms of all of the speakers that were there, there was so much great information that was going around and circulating. So, you know, they did a really great job and I felt very honored to be a part of it. And I'm looking forward to doing it again next year.
0: Mm, Yeah, me too. I would love to be able to make it next year. And I'm curious to learn more about Sacred Earth Sanctuary. Can you walk me through the process of joining your church or participating in a ceremony
1: there? So if you wanted to become a member of our church, because you do have to become a member to sit in one of our ceremonies, You would go to our website which is sacredearthsanctuary.com and there's a little section where you can fill out an intake screening form so we ask you a lot of questions about what your intentions are you know a few questions about your health and any medications you may be taking and then we review your intake screening form and if we feel that you're fit and ready to sit in a ceremony we'll give you a membership number and then we send you to our schedule where you can sign up for one of our ceremonies. Awesome.
0: So, where can people go to learn more from you, Christina, or to connect with Sacred Earth Sanctuary?
1: Reach out uh, to me directly through. So, we have an email, it's sacredearth.info at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram, it's just Christina Ellery. Um, I'm not super active on there, but I, I do respond occasionally. <laughs> Um, but I think I would say the email is the best way to get in touch with me. So that's sacredearth.info at gmail.com.
0: Great. Thank you. And where is
1: sacred earth sanctuary based? We are currently in Salisbury, Massachusetts, but we are in a bit of a transition and we may be moving. So we'll keep everybody posted.
0: All right. Perfect. Thanks. And is there anything else you'd like to share with the people before we wrap it up?
1: let's all like open our hearts and and be gentle and carry each other through this wild transition because we are in very interesting times right now. And I do think everyone feels it on a heavy level and it's time for us to all put down our judgments, to put down our egos. And I think community is something that is gonna be really important moving forward into the future. Um, Something's gotta change, right? So, and I do think that all of these sacred plant medicines are the answer to get us there, to fast track us into this like beautiful union of humanity. So yeah, we've just got to open our hearts and, and surrender to all of it and get there together.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. The only way we're getting through is together, indeed. Thank you, Christina, so much for your time today, for interviewing with me and Permators. And thank you also for the awesome work that you're doing and the space that you're holding at Sacred Earth Sanctuary. I hope to come by sometime and check it out soon. So much gratitude.